You're listening to the System Samey Podcast, episode number 236. Today, we're going to be talking about the five areas to focus on for a profitable online business. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. So excited to bring this guest to you today. He is just such a bright, shiny star in the internet world. And he's done a lot of really incredible things. And he's so well-connected in our industry. And I knew that I just wanted to have him on the podcast. So here he is. I don't have a ton of men. And so he is one of the very few. So that, you know, says a lot. But I'm actually assuming a lot of you may know who he is. Mr. Tyler McCall. He's known for Instagram, but also he has this amazing association that we're going to get into a little bit in this episode. But first, I just want to say hello. Hey, Tyler, how are you today? I'm good, Jordan. How are you? Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, me too, me too. So for those folks who've been living on our rock and don't know who you are, tell a little bit about you and your business. Yeah, so I am the founder of the Follower to Fan Society, which is an Instagram marketing training program, and also founder of the Online Business Association, which is the first and only professional association for online business owners and digital entrepreneurs. So a little over five years ago, I left my nonprofit marketing career. I spent over six years in the nonprofit world and also took some time away from the nonprofit world to do community and political organizing. But I left that all behind to start my own online business in 2015. And in 2016 and 17, I started and grew a digital marketing agency that started, that became known for specializing in Instagram marketing for local businesses. And then I started building a coaching and consulting practice where I would teach entrepreneurs and business owners how to create their own custom Instagram marketing strategy. And at the end of 2017, I launched the Follower to Fan Society. So that community is now over three years old. We've taught thousands of online business owners from all around the world how to use Instagram to generate more leads and queries and sales for their business. And in 2020, I decided to start making a pivot in my business. I wanted to serve our online business community in a bigger way. So my team and I officially launched the Online Business Association using all the knowledge we've gained over the past five years of what it takes to build a profitable and impactful online business and pulling together all of our resources and connections we have in the online business community to create this association that supports online business owners and digital entrepreneurs with resources, community, training, and everything you need to start, grow, and scale your business all in one place. And that's what we're working on building now inside of the Online Business Association. Yes. Awesome. 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 And so today we're going to be talking about the five areas to focus on for a profitable online business. And I love that there's specificity because I think that when people say, what are you focused on? Well, I've got my website and I've got my Instagram and I've got my program and I've got my, it's like, that's not focused. So I'm excited (laughs) that we have five specific areas to focus on again, to have that profitability in your online business. That's so, so important. So let's touch on before you get to that five areas of focus, really what, what do your members businesses look like before they've actually implemented those five areas of focus? 
Yeah. So for a lot of our members, it's really what we tend to see in the online business space in general. So Jordan, I'm sure your clients are experiencing this before they start working with you and across the board, you know, folks that are looking for coaches or courses or whatever it may be. There's a lot of confusion, a lot of overwhelm and a lot of misplaced time and energy and the things that we think are going to make the biggest difference for us in our business. And it boils down to in the very beginning, a lack of a clear revenue goal for the business. And we actually talk about, there's actually four kind of goals that we need to think about for building our business. There's our income goal, there's our impact goal, there's our lifestyle goal, which that's kind of the ultimate one, like why are we doing this? And then there's also a team and leadership goal. So what does it look like? How, what, what do we want to lead within our business? But that income goal is super important. So a lot of our members are coming to us and they're like most online business owners. They're just kind of going through the motions, doing all the work, trying to get the results. But at the end of the day or the month or the quarter or the year, they're really questioning what they have to show for all this effort. And, you know, the whole online business space, while it serves an incredible purpose and it's an incredible community to be part of, has kind of created this idea that, well, if you need to learn how to do something in your business, just go buy a course or hire a coach and you'll be good to go. And that's it. That's always the solution to the problem. But the actual solution to the problems in your business are to do the work and figure out what works best for you and your business and your personality and what you are working on creating and working with coaches or joining a program or hiring or buying a course. Those are all great ways to learn tactics and strategies and tools. But as our friend Teresa Hawk says, at a certain point, you got to stop being told what to do and you need to start being told how to think. You got to start thinking for yourself. So our goal is to really help our members focus, get really clear on how much money they want to make, what they want their business to look like in terms of their lifestyle and then work within these five core areas to reach that result. Yep. So, so true. That's a really good depiction of what a lot of people are doing. And, you know, when people join my program too, I'm like, this is, I'm not your savior. This is not a golden nugget. All of a sudden, poof, you know, I'm going to come down from the clouds and save you. This is a tool that you still have to do the work and you have to determine what your goals are coming into this program. We, you know, I think as online business owners, we need to, you know, really step up and say, like, you need to have a goal and commit to the work before you come into these programs or before you come into this coaching opportunity. And instead promising them that we'll hold you accountable and we'll make sure you do the work. Like, we can't really promise that. And I think we've seen that time and time again, that that isn't the case a lot of times. So I love that you're wanting to really hone in on the goals of these five areas and hold you to that and help you to commit to the work that is associated with those goals that are for yourself, your preferences, your personality, the kind of freedom you want in your business. I think we lose sight of that a lot. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. So let's dive into the five areas. So what is area number one? Yeah. So the first area is typically the thing where most online business owners spend most of their time and energy and money. They think that this is the solution to all of their business problems, and that is marketing. But when we actually look at why businesses fail, marketing is just one and actually typically dozens of reasons why a business would not make it. There's this really great report that was published a couple years ago where there was a post-mortem done on 101 startups. So 101 businesses that failed, and these were all startups with venture capital funding, with all, they had 
all the things they needed to be successful. They had the stuff that you and I don't have. They had like money, they had huge teams, they had everything, they had connections, all of that. When it was researched into why all these companies failed, marketing was one of the reasons, but there were 19 other reasons that came up that had nothing to do with marketing. It was things like poor communication, poor pivots, improper management of funds, poor lost connection with investors or with key board members. A lot of the issues that the reasons these companies failed were because of lack of focus, lack of attention to detail, not paying attention to customers. And then there was the whole group of failure reasons around burnout and founder fatigue, and things that were coming up for the creator of the startup. But most online business owners think that, well, if I need to get more money, if I want to build my business, I just need to do more marketing. That's the solution to all my problems. But it's not. That's why there's five areas here. Marketing is just one of them. So in the marketing category, what's really important for most online business owners is to focus on streamlining and getting really good at just one thing. That's all we need to do. We just need to get good at one thing. If you're listening to this show, if you're a student of Jordan's, I'm sure you're familiar with this concept. But instead of trying to do all the things well, instead of, you know, half assing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Let's get really good at one thing. And the reason this is so important for online business owners is, you know, let's put aside the multi-passionate argument. Let's put aside like all the reasons we want to do all the things. Let's look realistically, logically, what you're going to be able to do as the owner of your business. Typically, it's going to be you. Maybe you have some support in terms of contractors. Maybe you have a small team. But a lot of online business owners are trying to create the Amazon of their niche, but they're operating on the 7-Eleven budget. They're trying to offer every product and service and every solution to everyone's problems, but you can't do that when you are limited by time and you're limited by money. And as a small business owner, we are. We're limited by time and money. We don't have the same access to finances and resources that these other companies may have. So streamlining your marketing, focusing on one core message to one core person, focusing on one core platform to share that message, focusing on one type of content that you love creating and you can commit to creating consistently, whether it's live video, podcast, written photos, whatever it may be, and get really, really good at that one thing. And don't worry about anyone else. Sure, you want to start a YouTube channel. That's a great idea. Put that on the back burner until next year. Yes, I know you want to start playing with Instagram Reels. They look like so much fun. But are you actually getting leads through your Insta stories right now? If not, get really good at stories first. I know you want to launch that Facebook group, but have you been building your email list and actually sending an email to those subscribers every single week so that you're staying connected with them? Why don't we get good at that first before we start building that Facebook group? Let's get really good at the fundamentals. And so for most online business owners, all we need is a place to connect with potential customers and then a place to nurture those potential customers before we convert them into customer or client. So we need a presence on some social media platform to get in front of strangers and then we need somewhere to put all those strangers to build a deeper relationship with them. And that's it. We don't have to overcomplicate this. Yeah, I so agree. I think that it makes sense to niche down as a one person show or a solopreneur. And then as you grow and your time, you know, your money capital grows and your time starts to get a bit more crunched, then that's when you can hire and 
help support that Facebook group or hire to start producing reels for you or whatever the case may be, like start with what you are capable of as a one person. And I think we overthink about our capacity and that's when we can get into trouble and lead to burnout. So I love that you touched on marketing first, because yes, that is what everybody thinks their biggest problem is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So, all right, what's the second area? So the second area is going to be your area of expertise, Jordan, where we're going to get into operations. And I think operations, for me, and in, in, in what we talk about inside of OBA, operations is a little bit of a catch-all for us. We put really three kind of core things in this operations category. The first is going to be your delivery systems. So how are you actually delivering your content, your coaching, your course, whatever it may be? And this is where you know it's really important for you to get clear on how you can systematize that delivery in a way that's still getting your customers and clients results, but that doesn't require you in the business and you always holding people's hands to make sure it gets done. So if you're running your service-based business, what are ways in which you can create systems with the easy to use software tools or automation or whatever it may be so that the delivery doesn't always require you? Or if you have an online course, can you build out a coaching team or support staff or community manager so it's not always you supporting people inside of your course, those types of things. So that's the delivery side of operations. The second side of operations is the legal side. So are we legally protecting our business? Are we covering our butt in that area? I'm not an expert on that. So there are other people that can teach you way more about that. But the third area of operations is what are the systems, the processes, the structure within the business that we can focus on, that we can nurture and that we can build. So we are not operating these businesses with so much unmitigated risk. The lack of structures and systems, all that is in your business is unmitigated risk. All that is creating the opportunity for things to fall apart when you don't have the structure and systems. And there's a lot of risk in our online businesses. And I think a lot of times because it's so easy to start and grow a business, we are oblivious to how much risk exists. But I know, Jordan, you and I have both had friends who have experienced things like getting their payment profiles or their payment processors getting hacked into or losing access to an affiliate login and having something change from their PayPal address or having their Google Drive wiped out or having an account compromised or not having a clear system and how they, or having all the knowledge about how to execute a process in their business live in the head of a contractor who decides to leave the company and doesn't document that system. There's so much risk there. So from the system side, that's what we want to think about. And really just getting in the habit of documenting every single process and procedure from the very beginning. And then the other side here too, I'll just touch on this really quickly because I think this is one of those big opportunities for online business owners. Something else we talk about in the operations side is let's pick the software we're going to use and then let's stick with the software we're going to use. Like let's stop software hopping Let's stop listening to the podcast and one week we hear about Monday and the next week we hear about ClickUp and the next week we hear about Asana and then we've spent an entire quarter switching between, you know, from tool to tool to tool. Pick one and use it. And if there are things about it you don't like, swallow the pill, get used to it, just like get over it, figure out a way to make it work and then just stay streamlined with that one thing. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering? but are stuck in overthinking everything. You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. 
You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsamy.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. Yep. So some techie people that be listening. I love a good, you know, rabbit hole or two. However, it is so important because you are stagnating the growth of your business by tinkering with everything. And so if you have all that you need to have done, maybe you can tinker. If you do not have everything you need to have done, you are not allowed to tinker. (laughs) exactly yeah like finish all your homework first and then you can go play (laughs) exactly eat your broccoli then you can have your ice cream so all right what is the third area yeah the third area is leadership and there's really there's kind of four core areas of leadership here that i want you to think about the very first is self-leadership so this kind of ties into the fifth area of focus but uh when we're talking about leadership it's are you capable of setting goals for your company? And are you capable of being in integrity to reach those goals? Are you leading yourself every day to actually get the stuff done that you need to get done to get the results that you want in your business? So self-leadership. The second level of leadership is community leadership. So this is where we're leading our larger niche or our larger industry. This is where we're talking about becoming known for something. This ties into marketing and how we're putting our products and services out there. But this is where you can really think about what kind of movement are you working to create? What is the vision for what you're doing? What is the mission behind this work? And if you can get really clear on that and have those numbers nailed down, those ideas created and know what you're working toward, it makes it a heck of a lot easier to lead your community. So for example, I know that for OBA, the Online Business Association, our goal is to be impacting the lives of 10,000 or more online business owners by 2024. So that's our goal. That's what we're working toward. So what do I need to do every single day to make sure we're working toward that number and having that level of impact? Yeah. The next stage of leadership is your customer or client leadership. So are you leading the people that are paying you? So for people that have joined your coaching program, for people that have hired you for a done for you or done with you service, for people that have bought your course, how are you showing up to lead those people? Or what support are you putting in place so they are getting the leadership they need, even if it's not coming from you? And then the last area of leadership is your team leadership. See, most people think leadership is just, oh, I lead my team. That's it. No, ma'am, as an online business owner, (laughs) there's a lot of other areas of leadership because we're building these personal brand businesses. We're building these businesses where it's all about human to human connection and we're doing people to people sales and all these types of things. There's a lot of leadership that happens before we get to the team leadership. And this is where it's important that you get really clear what impact you want to have, what impact you're looking to create in the world through your business. And then you start to understand 
understand, you start to work backwards and backwards engineer, what kind of team do you need in place to create that impact? Mm. For me, that's what hiring is about, right? Hiring isn't necessarily always about the money, like being able to tie a revenue generation goal to, you know, a team member's role. That's great. But can we talk about the impact that that person is creating through the bigger, the bigger vision we have for the company. And that's what leadership looks like inside of OBA. Yeah. I love that you touch on it. Cause I do think leaders we think of as teams and that's it. Yeah. You're leading every time you post on Instagram, every time that you go on a podcast, anytime that you coach in your communities, that's all leadership. So I love that that's a specific area, but is able to be broadened past team because it is so much more than that. So, all right. What's the fourth area? The fourth area is the money. It's all about finances. And this is where we're talking about, of course, how we're generating more money. But this is where we also have to get really clear on how much of that money we're keeping in our pockets. You know, a lot of online business owners, no, let me backtrack. All of us, every human on this planet suffers from some kind of money drama, some money story. For some people, it's better than others. But for a lot of us, I know for me, like someone that grew up like lower middle class, spent a lot of time without access to all the things I wanted. I didn't grow up with any like transferable or generational wealth in my family, none of those things. Like learning how to, how to be okay with money is a really big lesson. It's taken a lot of effort on my part. So a lot of times there's a, a really big mental mindset component to money. There's also a lot of belief around money. There's a lot of trauma related to money. So for a lot of us, we need to do that work. And then we can think about how we're going to make more money and then how we're going to keep more of that money in our pockets. And what will happen is if we're not dealing with all the, the drama that we have about money, then it's going to prove difficult to keep the money in our pocket. And, and, and we're not going to be thinking about how our personal finances are directly tied to our business finances. And we have to think about that. And also in this money category, we're talking about things like how do we invest the money that we're making wisely? Do we understand how to generate a return on the profit that our business is generating? We're talking about how do we plan for the future? A lot of online business owners are not even considering the fact that you are, you're currently sitting on a cash making machine and you could be taking as much cash out of this thing as possible and putting it away into investment vehicles so it works for you later. And we're not restricted by, you know, an annual two and a half percent, you know, cost of living salary increase from our employer. Like our revenue can increase by a hundred percent in a year or a thousand percent in a year. And we can take that extra money and make it work for us. And then the last stage of this finances is looking at things like insurance, protecting our assets, protecting the things that matter most to us, protecting our family. So the finances category is a little bit more broad than what you may think of it. It's not just money in, money out, or how to read a profit and loss statement. There's a lot that goes into that. And it's really understanding how do you get your mind right so you can accept money more easily? How do you manage your money more effectively? And then how do you make your money work for you? So you're not just sitting on this business. It's an expensive hobby. And you know, you make $1,000 more this month and then you spend $1,000 more and you make $100,000 more next year and you spend $100,000 more. That's not what we want you to do. Like, could you grow your business from 50,000 a year to 500,000 a year and keep your expenses at the level of a $50,000 a year business? You sure as heck can do that. And a lot of people are. And then you have a lot of profit that you can use to work for you later on. 
Yeah, I think that's super clear. It's a subject that, again, not a lot of us grow up knowing and understanding about um, if you've never been around other entrepreneurs or whatnot. And so it is important to lean into that and learn about the investment and the length at which you're able to keep the money um, flowing for you and investing in that wealth side as well. And what's the last area to focus on? So the last area to focus is on you. This is the personal development talk. This is the space where we really have to come to understand that unless we're protecting you, your energy, and your creativity, nothing else can exist in the business. So for most of us, we are the generator of the intellectual property for our company. We are the idea guy or the idea gal behind the graphic design. We are the idea person behind the brand design. We are the person creating the educational content or providing the coaching. And if we're not protecting ourselves and we're not protecting the source of the intellectual property, it's going to prove difficult to maintain our business and it's going to be really difficult to grow our business. So this is where we talk about things like putting your blinders on, paying attention to what you're doing and not worrying about anyone else, being really good at creating boundaries for yourself and for others and maintaining those boundaries and then loving yourself no matter what happens in your business. And this is where we really have to think about how we can always, we're continually doing this work of separating our personal worth from our net worth, separating our personal worth from our business success, separating our personal worth from the tasks we do in our business. And this is work that never ends, regardless how much money you make, (laughs) how large of a team you have, how much success you achieve. This is work you'll always be doing in your business. It's the really valuable work. It's the meaningful work, but you have to do this work if you want to get to these next levels of success in your online business. Yeah, I love that. So good. And I hope y'all were taking notes and identifying, you know, some of the areas you need to work on better focusing or learning more on how to focus and whatnot. And again, Tyler has an amazing business association um, called Online Business Association. And I would love to touch on why being a part of an association is important and where it actually closes the gap in the online business industry specifically. Yeah, so look, we're incredibly fortunate being in the online business space that we have extreme amounts of access to the things that we need to start, grow, and scale our businesses. And I think we're probably more fortunate than other types of businesses or other industries because the access to community, to content, to resources is so readily available because we're all online already. But at the same time, what we've created is this entire industry where everyone's kind of in their corner of the cafeteria. And I like to give this illustration of remembering back to middle school or high school. I know it was horrible, but just go with me for a minute. (laughs) When you would walk into the cafeteria during lunch and you could very quickly tell where you belonged in that cafeteria based on where everyone else was in the cafeteria. And right now in the online business space, it's just a big cafeteria. And you can tell where you belong based on where everyone else is. And what that's done is it's created an industry that is incredibly separated and siloed. It's created a lot of segregation and a lot of lack of inclusivity in the online business space. It's created a lot of toxic relationships with leaders in the online business space, a lot of like guru worshiping behavior in the online business space. And it also means that a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners are out here without access to everything they need because we're buying programs or joining programs or buying products, whatever it may be, 
that are only giving us one piece of the puzzle. But building a profitable online business is like a 2,000 piece puzzle, right? There's a lot that goes into it. So what we're creating with the Online Business Association is an all-in-one solution to learning what's working and building an online business, getting access to coaching at an affordable and accessible price point, and giving you access to community with other people who are doing what you do, and giving you access to resources so that you are thinking about things like investing, about retirement, about insurance, and supporting you in ways that a lot of traditional resources around those topics don't support online business owners because how we make money is weird. The fact that we just, you know, hang out on our computers all day and money flows into our bank accounts is confusing to normal everyday insurance agents and investment bankers, right? So getting us support in those areas. And then one of the other things we're creating through the Online Business Association is emergency assistance funding. And that's really where the idea for OBA came from. And it goes back to my nonprofit days. I worked for the YMCA. That was my nonprofit organization of choice. And I worked for the Y for over six years. And a benefit of YMCA employment is you get access to the Association of Y Professionals. And as a member of the Association of Y Professionals, or AYP, you get access to an emergency assistance fund. And I remember hearing stories all the time of Y professionals that had the unspeakable happen. Their house would burn down. Their spouse would die. They would have a child diagnosed with a terminal illness. And they would go to this emergency fund and their colleagues would cut them a check for like $5,000, $10,000, whatever it may be. It wasn't going to solve all their problems. It wasn't going to bring anyone back, but it was just enough to give them a little bit of breathing room, to give them a little bit of space to help them out in that difficult moment. And I myself had a difficult moment in my business back in 2017. And I've shared this story before, but my father passed away really unexpectedly. And after a few months went by of me not being able to work and not being able to get new clients, my husband, Eric, and I were like literally at the, the end of our bank account. We were completely out of money. And I remember thinking in that moment in the summer of 2017, if only something like AYP existed for online business owners, I could go to my colleagues and my peers and say, hey, y'all, this is what happened. It's horrible and terrible and awful. Can you help me out? Can you spot me a little bit? Can you just see me through? Can you give me like 4,000 bucks so I can pay my rent for a couple of months until I can just get back on my feet? And how much space that would have given me, how much reassurance that would have given me. So inside of OBA, we're creating the Entrepreneur Emergency Assistance Fund. OBA members get access to that after they've been a member for six months continuously. And that is a fund that the money is decided by a committee of online business association members. We contribute to taking a portion of your monthly dues or your annual dues and putting that into the fund. So we're funding this on your behalf and we're working on building this fund and creating an entrepreneur foundation that can support other online business owners. And in addition to that, we're giving you the training, the content, the connection, the resources, all of that. So you don't have to always piece it together between thousand dollar courses $10,000 coaching and $30,000 masterminds and really focus on creating an inclusive, equitable space where everyone can belong. You can learn from different people of different ways to do it. You can learn different strategies and you can build an online business that works for you and then helps you achieve those goals that you have for yourself. Yes, I love it. And so 
let's give the people where they can find you. Um, I know in the beginning you mentioned um, that you also have, you know, have, you have an association, but you also have, you know, an Instagram specific membership. Yeah. And so you have a freebie link if people want to join and learn more about that. And so give us a little bit of a taste of what is included in that. And I'll share the link as well. Yeah. So look, you probably know me as the Instagram guy at this point, and that's not going anywhere anytime soon. So you can check out tylerjmccall.com slash free for my free Instagram masterclass. This is taking all my knowledge over the past five years, teaching you what's working now on Instagram and how you can sell more of your products, programs, or services right on the gram and how you can do it without posting perfect pictures without having, you know, thousands of followers and without having your phone glued to your face all the time. So that's in my free Instagram masterclass. You can check it out at tylergmccall.com slash free. Yay. Awesome. And where else can people find you um, to connect with you and to let them know, let you know what their biggest takeaways were from the episode? Yeah. So Tyler G. McCall on Instagram is where I hang out most of the time. So I'd love to hear from you. And since you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and type the online business show in your podcast app right now and subscribe. You can check me out every single Monday with a new episode about how to start, grow, or scale your online business. Yes. And it's so, so good. Such juicy episodes. I've really enjoyed listening to it myself. So thank you so much again, Tyler, for being on. And I'm excited for everyone to continue to get to know you and take away from this episode. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.